This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. All right, welcome back. Okay, so the Queer Eye crew are getting me ready for a first Zoom date. So uh, we're going to um, start this segment with Anthony Porosky and Bobby Burke. And I got to tell you, I realized something about myself, something very powerful. Sometimes when you have these revelations about yourself, not only are they that ultimate aha moment, but it's a great place to work from to start to realize, grow, change. And I have one of those moments right here. Take a look. When I walked in, I noticed that you have um, these beautiful little framed ferns. Yes. And do you know what ferns symbolize? No. It's something about like renewal and new life and rebirth and new beginnings. But I think that's perfect because you're on this like new venture for dating now. But I think ferns are really important to have around you on this on this next step. Okay, I like that. I consider myself like a humble home cook and I love food and I eat a lot of it. Mm -hmm. um, but this gentleman is a chef. Yep. I have to pick your brain, Anthony. Is there any insights or vibe that you have of like do's or don'ts? Don't look for an excuse to get intimidated because you're going on a date with a chef. You're one of like you admire and respect and revere chefs. So I mean, <laughs> it's obvious, you know, like that's They're my Marvel universe. Yeah. Um, people are always so intimidated by having um, them over because they think that they have to make something fancy yes. and really nice. My friend Beth, she's a chef, she was like, I'll, like, you can give me burnt toast with butter and I'll be happy just as long as somebody else made it for me and as long as there's some kind of intention there. So I stand a chance with this gentleman because yeah. toast, I mean, I can make a few things. Okay, can we talk about Sam for a sec? Yes, I don't know anything about him because I always wanted to have some air of mystery. It's an occupational impossibility. Yeah. It's not from an arrogant place. I've done the thing where I dated after Queer Eye and it was kind of just really weird because it was like, what do they know about me? What do they not know? But it's like, just go in and I know it's like such a trite thing, but it's like, just be you and talk about the things that you're passionate about. Any, any other advice? If it's possible to just to like, put that to the side and just like just show who you are and ask the questions that you really want to ask to get to know him and I really hope that he asks you a lot of questions. All I'm gonna say is V Handsome very much loves dogs <gasps> which for me is very exciting. Shut up yep. I didn't know he liked dogs at all. Yep. yep. Okay we have to get Lucy Douglas, my dogs and Neon together. Oh Neon would love. He has a dog. I can third wheel. I love being a third wheel. Okay so we know he loves food. Yep. We know he loves dogs. Yes. I'm very excited for you. First of all, I'm so excited to pick your brain. Um, I have a really 
what I think might be a relevant question for okay. everyone out there in the world, because when I found out this was going to be a Zoom date, I thought, oh, God, that's awkward. But then I thought, wait a minute. This is what everybody's going through. Everybody's doing it now. I think a lot of people do this to kind of figure out if they even want to have a second one. So I've never done anything like that. I mean, how great would that have been in the past to have gotten out of these awful first dates by just of having a Zoom date first? I have... We should have been doing this for years, some pre-Zoom dates. So my question to you, because people are in this Zoom date, mm -hmm state like what a great editing yeah. tool yes it saves you so much time oh I, I went on a date this summer i would have given anything to have been, been on, on a zoom, zoom. Like, i'm sorry my connection's really bad let's try this again some other <laughs> and i mean i'm very lucky my husband and i have been together 18 years there were no apps like we met on gay.com in 2004. But that's hopeful because yes. that's basically at it least was the saying first gay you could dating meet online. Program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you absolutely can meet online. Where is a good place for people to do a Zoom date that's aesthetically pleasing and maybe even gives a little message of, because we think about the clothes, the hair, the makeup, but what about the space? So I'm going to say, first of all, not from the bedroom. I think that sets the wrong tone. I mean, if you want to set I, that tone, that's fine. No, you're but right. But I think for first dates, if especially if it's if you really are out there <laughs> looking for, you know, if you're looking for a hookup, great, girl, start that from the bedroom. But if I you, totally if, agree. if you are like, hey, I, I'm looking, I want this <laughs> to possibly be a relationship. Don't start it from the bedroom. Don't have your bed in the background. Such I, great advice. Like it's it, sending a real yeah. sort of sex-forward message. Yeah. And I am. Um, not ready for that. I don't know how to date with kids. You know, I'm not there yet. I have two young girls and I'm like, I don't want to bring people home. I think that it would take me a very long time to meet someone and get to know them before I could even ever introduce them to my daughters. And, and I don't think anybody knows how to do anything right. So don't put that pressure on yourself that you don't know how to do it. I think going into it, saying to yourself, I don't know how to do it, <laughs> is the first step of figuring out how to do it. Because it's those people that go in like, I know what I'm doing, I got this, you know what, it's not going to affect my kids. What I do, like, you're thinking about that and you're thinking how it's going to affect them and you're being careful about it, which means you're a good mom. Oh my gosh. That, you're an amazing mother. Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't question that at all. That's okay. the best answer I could ever get because I haven't admitted that out loud ever. Oh. <laughs> I think we just went the first base. <laughs> Anthony, oh, I just have such a connection with Anthony and Bobby. You just really did help me have this breakthrough. I, uh, I feel good and I haven't gone into a date feeling this confident in a while. So I can't thank, you know, the Queer Eye crew enough for just that alone. That being said, it's date time. So come on back because it's about to begin. Welcome back. All show long, the co-hosts of Queer Eye have been getting me ready for a first Zoom date with a chef named Sam who I met on a dating app. This is a true story. 
And uh, we've reached the moment of truth. So I'm about to log on with Sam and thankfully the Queer Eye crew sticks around with me for at least the first half of the date. They've got cue cards. I can't tell you how fun this is. Oh gosh, here we go. Take a look. Hello, Sam, are you there? I think you're on mute. How about now? Oh, there oh, we go. <laughs> How are you? You look really nice. That's not what this says. Um, Tan says to say that I look cute, right? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you do, you look amazing. You look awesome. So do you, so do you. And so do you. Is your, are there hearts on your sweater? Yes. That's cute. And. Um, I actually have a first question, which is, do you have a favorite book? Yeah, so my favorite book that I always go back and I read, you know, time after time, because I think there's a lot of lessons in there, um, is The Untethered Soul. <gasps> I love that book! What's going on over there? I see, like... <laughs> <laughs> I just have my puppies that are sleeping next to me. I don't have... Oh, I... yeah! <laughs> what kind of puppies? Yeah, what kind of dogs do you have? Show your dog. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's Santa and Tank. Oh, he's hot. Oh, that's so I mean, wonderful. Well, I have two dogs. <laughs> so one of my best friends, um, he's a wise man. And I'm like, dude, I really wish I had you in my ear. And you're doing that for this, which mm -hmm. is just, I really, I love it. Mm -hmm. but, well, okay. maybe we could bring him in next time. And you can have the benefit of such wise, funny, voices who oh, ask about exes and to draw eggplants and um Your eggplant happening back there. Yeah, that's Jonathan again, of course. Open your shirt so we can see your oh, tattoos. <laughs> I want to see your tattoos. What, what do your tattoos mean? Oh. What do your tattoos mean? Inappropriate, but show I'll show you. Yeah, this how, one. What do they that's mean? That's a triangle, right? Oh wow. Oh. The cardinal would be recognized as like, you know, the blood of um Jesus, there's a cross tattooed on my finger, but those things are also, they're there for like inspiration to remind me to be a better person. Um, I'll date you if she decides to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a bird. And you both have birds. A cross. I love you that. What? He has a great house. I do, we love your house. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Ask him if he, wait, do you take care of that fiddly fig and keep it alive or has somebody else? Because it looks really good and that says a lot about you if that's you taking care of it. I have I, I have a I have a green thumb. I my plants are like my oh! likes ferns. Do you like ferns? Yeah, I like them all. I was diagnosed with diabetes when I was 12 years old. You know, you're kind of forced into responsibility, right? Like you as an actress at, at a very young age, you're like forced into this adulthood at a very yes. young age. Then I realized from doing different shows and things that I had this platform and I could inspire people through my illness, right? And whether I could give little kids a voice, so maybe if they see someone like me that can talk about it so freely and can help them and lead the way, like that's kind of how I've always looked at it. You know, it's really good to be authentic and, you know, wholesome and, and, and know that about yourself and not have to like, you know, try to be someone you're not. But have fun, we love you so much, okay. I've never been able to pretend I'm someone different. I literally will look at your Instagram and be like, wow, she's just actually, like she says what comes to her mind, you're authentic and you know, you're very beautiful in doing so. And it's just, it's it's what people need. And, and there's so much fake and so much nonsense, you know, and especially in the social world and all that. So when you see someone who's just like 
hey, look, I'm watching my favorite TV show and I'm like eating a potato chip and here's what I think about it. It's like, oh, look, we're not looking at you on a, on a yacht, standing in a bathing suit, like drinking champagne because no one cares. I think growing up in Hollywood too, I thought, how could I get rid of veneers? This is a job riddled with them. This is a lifestyle that wants veneers. And the more I could get rid of them and peel away at each layer throughout every year of my life and get deeper to the core, that was the mission. It's refreshing to know that like, you're on that same sort of journey. Do you want to play this game and ask yeah, each sure. other a couple questions? Sure. It's this gorgeous Esther Perel game. I'm obsessed with it. Cool. I like it. Okay. <clears throat> I have a questionable relationship with... I might watch a little too much television. I get that. When I was a kid and lived on my own, my TV was always on because it made me feel safe. Sure, I so I think I have a codependent relationship with my television. It's a good answer. It's very honest. Thank you. Yeah. An important object I've lost. Oh God, this is so easy. My grandfather's dog tag from the war and went to Cuba. And I went in the ocean and I just saw it like a wave, like it come off my neck and then just go into the white water and disappear forever. And I was like, no! If there was one place to lose it, the ocean is a poetic place. I've actually never thought about it like that. Thank you for saying that, because now I'll look at it in a little bit of a different light. Okay, last question. In my family, my role is? I'm kind of like the, the caretaker. I just handle it. I get it done. Wow, good. How nice, how refreshing. Would it be possible to give you my phone number so that I could actually have a conversation with you uh, that was outside of this realm. I'd love to get your phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for like taking this risk because it was just for fun and to have a good time and not for TV purposes. I've never done this before and I don't know, like I think it's sweet. I also have a really positive relationship with the camera. It's been in most of the rooms I've been in my whole life, and it's a friend. I, I love that. I also um, just wanted to say you were so nice and normal when we met on that dating app that it made me look forward to meeting you because there's so much odd behavior in those scenarios, and you were just so nice. So thank you for being such a lovely human. I had a lot of fun, and it, it was really good getting to know you through our, uh, through our favorite game. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sam. Speak soon. Bye-bye. I mean, come on. Thank you, Jonathan, Tan, Anthony, and Bobby. By the way, Karama, we really missed you. Karama's been on the show several times, and you were here in spirit. I got to just say, you know, um, this is about as fun as it gets in life, when we can be supported Sometimes it is terrifying to go at it alone. And I didn't have to this time, thanks to them. And it did so much for me, it is indescribable. Uh, by the way, Sam and I um, did go offline and sent our first text, so, you know, no expectations, but...
That was so fun. And um, I gotta tell you, it's my favorite season yet of Queer Eye 2. It's season six. It is streaming right now on Netflix. It takes place in Austin. It is just as good as it gets. Whether it's me or anyone else out there, they are just supporting people in every single way possible. And they just have all of my admiration and respect. What a dream come true! We'll be right back! Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.